Welcome to Hiring Happy Humans, where we talk about all things HR with a variety of folks, from CEOs to community partners, sharing up-to-date trends, best practices, and our wild workplace stories. Each interview is designed to leave you with the knowledge to keep your sanity. I'm your host, Dawn Sipley, a Sipley the best. Thanks for joining in, and let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Dawn Sipley with Sipley the Best here, and I am just so excited to have Pam Neighbors with us today. She is the CEO of Career Source here in Central Florida. She's about to celebrate her 10-year anniversary with the organization, and it has just been absolutely amazing to see her leadership and the changes that she has made in this organization since her arrival uh, a decade ago. Pam, welcome so much to our podcast today. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your podcast and and share uh, part of my journey and some of what Career Source Central Florida does. When I'm out in the community, you know, I, I often talk about all of the resources that are right here in our backyard to help small business owners hire, retain, um, discover, learn, uh, get training for their employees. Could you just give us like a real high level um, viewpoint of what CareerSource does for business owners across Central Florida? Sure, sure. So CareerSource Central Florida is what's called the Workforce Development Board for the five county region in Central Florida around Orlando. And we're about finding talent for business and preparing people and upskilling them to be competitive talent for business. And we have many resources that we use to do that. Um, at, the, at the basic level, we do a significant amount of recruiting at no cost to businesses, particularly small businesses, for their uh, needs. You know, it could be a skilled worker, it could be a person they're going to train on the job, could be professionals. And we have a lot of resources. We also have a pool of talent. So because we are the Regional Workforce Development Board, for example, last year, we had almost 55,000 people in our, in our pool of candidates that we were working with at all different skill levels um, throughout the five county regions surrounding, uh, the, as I said, Orlando. And we can actually very quickly identify talent for a small business we can pre-vet that talent uh, through phone interviews or virtual interviews. We can set up at hiring events at a, a business or at our own. We have five career centers that we actually have the ability to do that. Or we can set it all up virtually, which we really took on needing to do that and uh, creating that capacity during the COVID pandemic the last two years. The other really important resource that often small businesses don't know about Career Source Central Florida is that we do have resources to offset uh, their revenue for hiring people when they hire somebody who maybe doesn't have all of the skills that they need immediately. We have what's called on-the-job training grants. And that's I my believe, favorite one. Hate to interrupt really you, but that one was just an enormous blessing to my company. As you know, I made a big transition about two years ago and started mm -hmm. my own company. And I want I needed to make my first hire because I was just drowning, but I didn't have enough revenue, right? To be able to afford what I truly knew that I needed. Because as an HR consultant doing human resource like capital planning, mm -hmm. I knew I needed to hire above what I actually needed on that day. So thank you so much. Um, I was actually awarded, I believe it was the top tier grant. They paid my my office manager 
Um, they paid 75% of her salary for her first six months of employment. Right. right. I was just, I, I was just mind blown. I was like, are you for, do I have to pay this back? Are you for real? <laughs> so thank you so much for that program because it, it honestly, I wouldn't be where I am today if, if it wasn't for career source. Well, thank you. And thank you for hiring that person on and giving them an incredible career because that's really the win-win. It's the win for that job seeker who was yes. able to learn about your industry and you were able yes. to train on the job. And then it's a win for you as a business, as you said, to help you offset revenue for training that person and get you on the next path. And I know we're going to be working on your next hire um, in that on-the-job training program. There's another program too um, that is an internship program for business. So CareerSource Central Florida can actually allow a business to try out uh, an individual in a job. We put them on our uh, staffing agency's payroll and the business actually tries them out in a job for three months. And we do that for young adults. We do that for adults that are transitioning from careers or maybe have some skills and need other skills. So that's another immediate um, uh, product or resource to particularly small businesses. And, you know, like you said, Don, small businesses, often you as owner are also the office manager. You're also the HR lead. You're, you know, the finance office. You are doing it all. And the Career Source Central Florida business consultants can actually be that HR consultant to help you to get that talent and then upskill that talent uh, while they're working for you. That is just fantastic. That is, I just love your model. I love how your rubber meets the road right here in, in this five county area. So that is just a, a huge blessing. Now, during that internship program, are the wages being paid by your organization? And so it's free to the employer? Am I understanding yes, that correctly? Yes, we are actually paying the wages um, for that individual. And what we like to do is match those wages to the wage that would be for that individual if they were actually hired on at the end of the okay. internship program. Wow. So Fantastic. we like to match that. We don't want to necessarily be above it. You know, we want to be right where it would be or you know, just in a training wage, for example. And all of these programs and resources come to Career Source Central Florida. They come from actually the federal government to the state government. And our job is to take those incredible resources and make them customer friendly to our businesses and to our job seekers here. And, you know, I know that you and I have talked in that your experience has been that while there's paperwork, because I don't want to say there's not paperwork, there is, what we want to do is assign you a business consultant that has your account and actually helps you to get through that and works through the whole process for you and for the candidate. So it's, it's about, again, that win-win and getting a candidate to have a new skill and be hired on to a business as well as for that business to find somebody that they need to make them productive. It's funny that you say that because the one person that I was assigned, we ended up kind of becoming fast friends <laughs> through the process and everything because we, we're a little bit aligned. We're serving small businesses and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Of course, you being on the government side, do it with a, a different twist and a flavor that's absolutely needed. My services are not free to business owners. I'm not paying any wages on anyone's <laughs> behalf. So you're, you're absolutely a blessing, but we had a lot in common and we ended up like just becoming friends and texting. And it was just a really great 
ally relationship in the community. So you, you've done wonderful hiring internally to, to walk small business owners like myself through that process. It was rare for her to have someone so knowledgeable out about HR and the recruitment process and interviewing. So I think I was kind of easy breezy for her on that well, level. That, that's wonderful. You know, the people that we have and that we hire in, we have a lot of people who've come out of recruiting um, in the private sector. And so they joined Career Source Central Florida. We're a 501c3 uh, nonprofit organization, but we're a, we, we run like a business, but they really find a lot of meaning in, in also providing that kind of service. And additionally, you know, honestly, we work together with so many agencies and organizations, businesses like yours, Dawn, to actually find, you know, candidates for you, for businesses that you're working with. We work regularly with, with other agencies that are looking to identify a pool of candidates, you know, that are bringing those candidates on in temp to perm positions. So there's a lot of flexibility and versatility. I think what my vision for our services has always been is to kind of meet the business where they are and understand that need and use the resources that we have with the professional staff that we have to actually make that connection and, and make the, the process smooth for both. And then of course, you know, get that person hired on permanently because that is um, the resources are really to help that individual be that competitive worker. So yeah, so that's, like that's the win. I, I love I what I do. Uh, it's, it probably doesn't show at all, but uh. <laughs> Uh, and, and for me, um, Lori, my office manager, she had been at the same company for 26 years. So that was mm -hmm. kind of, you know, she, she was an expert at what she did, but she was kind of niched in that role, mm -hmm. but I loved her tenure. I love tenure and in, in employees. And so, um, she, she had some exposure to the industry, but I did have to invest a lot of training in her and I was able to do that because of that grant. So that's just absolutely amazing. Excellent. Are there any other programs, um, that you have that you weren't able to mention before? Well, you know, I think that we, we like to say that we're able to help businesses at all, uh, points along a business cycle. There are times when businesses might have to reduce or adjust their workforce. And that's another place where, Career Source Central Florida can actually help a business. You know, we do have a lot of businesses that are looking to hire skilled workers in, in many, many different industries. And so often we can very quickly be able to transition workers who might be uh, affected by a layoff or a downsizing of a business and get them very quickly back to work. And, you know, we can provide a lot of resource. We work very closely with our Department of Economic Opportunity Partners on the reemployment or unemployment process as it's called in the state. We are not the unemployment office. That's one thing I do want to say. I'm sure you get a lot of calls. We are not. You are. No, we are not. Um, we, we work together though with individuals who are receiving that benefit to help them to uh, be able to find work. And then we also work with the department to uh, help businesses sometimes. A part of our actual staffing complement is um, about 40 individuals who are Department of Economic Opportunity staff, but they work under the Career Source brand. So you would never know if you actually worked with a, a Department of Economic Opportunity staff or if you worked okay. with a Career Source Central Florida staff. Again, the goal being to you know, take out the perception of government in, okay. in the work that we do and really use that account-based approach. Yes. Yeah, I would not have known that you were a government entity if I just wasn't intimately knowledgeable about, about what you do. So that's fantastic. Now, 
the last two years have been exciting for, for all of us. What are some of the big changes that you've seen in the job market lately? And um, what are you expecting to see in the future? Because we have kind of been almost catapulted into the future, I feel, when it comes to the remote work hybrid um, options for our workforce. Absolutely. <laughs> That's number one, right? <laughs> um, you know, pre-pandemic, what was interesting is that we did have a lot of businesses looking for workers. They were looking for workers that were skilled. Um, and we had, but we also had bigger pools of workers that were looking for and, and were open to different opportunities and learning about some of the incredible opportunities that we have in Central Florida. You know, we talk a lot about Central Florida, you don't know, or Orlando, you don't know the half of it, right? A lot of people outside of our region look and think about Orlando as, oh, theme parks, Disney, Universal, industry. but in reality, it's, it's about a little over a third of our economy is the tourism economy, but we have incredible growth, as you know, in healthcare, in advanced manufacturing, in modeling and simulation, in construction, and in uh, financial and professional services, FinTech is extraordinarily growing in this community. And so, Pre-pandemic, we had these needs, but we also had larger pools of people who were expressing interest in, in understanding and learning about new kinds of sectors. I think we went through pandemic initially, we converted everything to a virtual platform. It was, it was pretty amazing and overwhelming. Exciting, I think you said. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it actually was. I mean, for me being in this job, in workforce development during pandemic, I, I felt like I was really able to immediately jump in and figure out how to help people who were impacted, businesses who were impacted. I was fortunate to be part of Mayor Deming's task force in getting business reopened in 2020. And so, uh, you know, we sort of rolled through 2020 and 2021 thinking that, are we gonna be able to get all of these individuals who were laid off back to work? Well, lo and behold, what actually happened is business recovered very quickly, but because people had particularly come out of service industries and there was so much still unknown about COVID-19 and also people had this opportunity to sit and think about what do I wanna do yes. for the rest of my life? What, what am I balancing to have this job or, or be in this industry? And what am I maybe losing or that now I'm able to actually take advantage of with my family? We okay. hear that from our job seekers all the time. Um, I would say in 2021, particularly, we started to hear from job seekers. I really want a job that I can be virtual okay. or uh, that I can set hours. And, you know, so as we come back, we know there are many, many jobs that are going unfilled. We know that the pool of applicants that are applying for jobs are smaller. I've heard businesses say to me, you know, I used to get at least say a hundred applicants for an opening. Now I'm lucky if I get 10 or 15. Yep. And those 10 or 15 well. are not really um, wanting to work the hours that I have or maybe want to have a lot of flexibility in how they orchestrate their work and life. And I see many small businesses, honestly, John, that are not prepared for this shift 
yes. in the um, perception of the workforce that they're wanting to recruit. And um, so a lot of what we're doing now with business is also doing some some kind of HR consulting, I guess I would call about, and you would probably be doing this too, with businesses who haven't updated job descriptions, say in <laughs> years and years. Yes. And those job descriptions are not really talking about now the benefits that people have in the job, the um, opportunities that they have for growth, the mission or um, value alignment of the company. And now what we find is job seekers are asking about all of those things. It's not just about where is the job? How much does it pay? Does it have benefits? It's, am I going to be able to have a hybrid schedule? What does this company believe in? You know, what is, what is their, um, their idea about work-life balance? They want to know all of these things up front yes. because they have a lot of choices in the market right now. And so for the business community, it is so critical to sort of rethink both the recruitment process as well as retain their existing workers and think about those same things in their retention strategy. Absolutely. One of the things that I started to promote, and I would love to hear your feedback on it because you've been in uh, workforce training and development for for decades now. And so yeah. having, <laughs> lived, <laughs> having lived through the ups and downs, that really gives us a new fresh perspective on how to kind of predict some things. So I feel like the old model of paying by the hour in some circumstances and is almost a dying model and paying for performance or output is more of a, of a upcoming and trending model. Because for me as a small business owner, and I've shared this with my office manager, I provide unlimited PTO. You need the day off, take the day off, you know, mm -hmm. and that's not an issue for me. Um, I don't care how many hours a day she works as long as the job gets done. And we've come up with a fair exchange of, I need these tasks performed for this pay don't really care about the hours. Now, hour and wage law is certainly something to be considered. We have to follow those types right. of things. If they're working overtime, we pay them overtime. Um, but are you seeing a trend like that as well? Oh, abs absolutely. I think that the challenge is that you are fortunate to have a small business and have some ability to flex and, and, you know, have that unlimited PTO, kudos to you. That's an amazing benefit. Our, my own organization, I have 250 people. We are looking at allowing everyone to have hybrid schedules. Um, we have generous personal time off policies. And I mean, we're even looking at down the road somewhere. And if my employees listen, they're going to go, really? Four day work weeks, <laughs> you know? But I, I do want to be cognizant on my board of directors, I have a majority of, of business leaders in the five county region. And some of them are small manufacturers or uh, small construction companies. And those kinds of benefits or adjustments are going to be much harder for them to do. Yeah. If they've got to produce a product in a week or products or you know meet a particular order, they're not going to be able to just say, take as much time off as you want, worker. They also may be challenged with adjusting wage in this market where we're seeing wages climb. One thing I've seen um, 
that has really been a change in the, the years that I've been in workforce development is the average wage. We're seeing average wages now for people that we're training and placing well over $15 an hour. That I've never, I mean, it was going up, Don, before um, pandemic, but it jumped substantially. And so you see jobs that now are traditional entry-level jobs for our young people, like at, I don't know, Chick-fil-A, you know, Target, any of those kinds of entry-level customer service jobs, they're paying $16, $17 an hour. Now think about small business that uh, has a very small staff and may have to compete in that same arena. The other thing we're seeing is in larger companies, I'm very fortunate to have Disney as a member of my board, actually, the chair of my board, Jody Wood, this year. And what Disney is seeing, and I've even seen this in my own organization, is that people are moving within organizations. Yes. When you have other openings, as is happening, as people leave jobs or, or resign or go and start their own businesses, by the way, it's another thing that's happening, that it creates then you know a ripple effect. Now you've got a vacancy here, or you may have critical vacancies that have been created because you've allowed people to have career opportunities in your own organization. So I, I think there are a number of trends that we're seeing where workers are gonna have a lot more choices. And I think this is gonna be true for the next few years. I, I don't see, and, and also I think that we're gonna see this continuing kind of churn of people in and out of jobs. Um, We've heard from some businesses in the last year, people are leaving within six months. So they try out a job and they're like, oh, well, this wasn't really me. And I got this other offer and off they go after six months. And, you know, I'm a baby boomer um, and many leaders in the community and businesses are just like me, you know, in the age bracket I'm in. And we were raised in a very different era where, you know, you went to work 40 hours a week you put in your time, you know, you, um, it, it was important to perform for your company during those hours, to your point, you know, and I think, I think you're spot on when you think about what is the actual performance outcome for individuals versus what is their, you know, seat time, so to speak, at a business. So I, I think we're going to see, we're, we're still in for some options. We're into there, but I, I do see a, a movement in that direction. So I was curious on your opinion on that. Yeah. The other thing I'd, I'd like to also say about yeah. this whole change in the labor market is people like me who've been in workforce development for a number of years, we've been like being chicken little going, Hey, by the way, the baby boomer generation was way bigger than the generations behind it. So there is going to be this worker shortage. There's going to be this worker shortage. We've known that forever. We've known that, but but has it really been surfaced to the extent it is now? You know, no. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, where are all the workers? Well, a bunch of them decided to retire because they could, and sure. they came through COVID and said, all right, I've had enough. I can retire. Stock market's been good to me and I'm going. We know that that the, the expected number of retirees has inched up four to 5% over the last six months. Really, so I didn't know that, fascinating. Five and up who could have worked 10 or 15 more years mm -hmm. who are choosing to leave the labor yes. market. And then you, you, know, you have these smaller cohorts, Generation X and Generation Y, 
you know, behind them who are also wanting very different things from their relationship with their employer. So I, I think it's going to be interesting times ahead. And I, I feel like one of, and I, I really appreciate having the opportunity to do this today because businesses really need to take advantage of resources like Career Source Central Florida's. There are workforce boards all over the state of Florida and all over the country. There are 600 or so of them that have these resources. Um, and why not take advantage where you have professionals who are working in this field? They have resources, to your point, to help businesses offset the cost of training workers who maybe you might consider hiring somebody who doesn't have all the skills, but that you can now train them with some resource support to do that. I'm seeing more and more employers realize that they cannot um, wait on the work workforce to show up and apply, that they're developing their own workforce. So they are starting to reach out to organizations like yourself, some of the uh, high schools. Um, I have a local um, client here in town that's a toilet paper manufacturer, right, in Stanford. And we are doing tours with the high school uh, to come in and tour the facility to introduce these kids to what manufacturing looks like. Because right. just after four or five years in the industry, they can be making 50, 60, $70,000 with zero school debt only on the job training and, and be quite successful and be set up for the rest of their life in, in the manufacturing industry. So there's yes, a lot more know, manufacturing we, in Central Florida than a lot of people realize that yes. we've got great universities, nothing against them. If that's their path, then so be it. But that doesn't mean that you're stricken to poverty for the rest of your life if you don't have that bachelor's or master's degree that was pushed so heavily for so many years. Yes, absolutely. In fact, people who have skills in construction, in manufacturing and yes. technology are easily making six figures, right? Yeah. To your point, the kind of prevailing idea was, well, you have to go to college and get a four-year degree to do that. Well, unfortunately, some of those four-year degrees, if they're not targeted in an industry that's growing, may yield you still back into a retail job. You know, so you need to really, I think that's the other resource, career source, Central Florida and the workforce system can provide to the, the job seeking community is really understand those differences like you talked about that if you go into this, this program, say you go in and you find out about mechatronics, which is a, um, a component of advanced manufacturing, very technology based, you can come out of that program to your point, making $60,000, $70,000. Well, that goes very Far, if you get annual raises every year in 10 years, you're in the six figure category. So I think that part of our job is also to amplify those opportunities and bring them to the same importance as going to college for a four year degree or going off to a university. I think for many, many years, vocational technical programs and jobs have kind of been the stepchild. <laughs> Yes. of the labor market. And in reality, do you know the highest paid job in the state of Florida is actually an elevator engineer. It's an apprenticeship program. It is not a college bachelor degree program. 
That is so funny because I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day whose husband is a very good welder and he was looking at getting into the elevator industry. So that I will have to share that with her because he was kind of like, I don't know, I'm doing really good where I'm at as a welder, but you know, they're wooing him away from that because he's very, um, you know, has a high level of aptitude around mechanical, you know, things and stuff like that. So yes, that's fantastic. Wow, you were just a wealth of knowledge, Pam. Thank you so much. So one question that I ask all of my guests is, what would you tell your 18-year-old self to set them up for success in their career going forward? Oh, my 18-year-old self? Yes. I would tell my 18-year-old self to to not be afraid to take risks. My 18-year-old self was, you know, ended up going to college, uh, you know, taking a more traditional route because I was, I was, I don't know, not, not quite ready to, to venture into technology or uh, math or, you know, things that I thought I couldn't do. And so I would definitely tell my 18 year old self to take time and look around more than just sort of slot yourself in. And, uh, you know, so I think, I think I've, I've definitely looking back, that would be, I would tell myself to, to definitely take those early computer courses, you know, I mean, I'm going to really date myself here, but I, when I first went to college, there were like punch cards to actually put your course selections in. Right. Right. And I thought that was fascinating. I sort of understood how it worked, but I would tell myself, go take that course and understand how that works. Because I think that that is also the opportunity for my industry, I think even in our recruiting and human resource industry is to incorporate more technological resources and supports. You know, we're looking at creating an application that kind of will be career source in your palm because this oh. is where everybody is on their phone, right? Yes. So we can have three swipes and you can find out if you're a career seeker about that advanced manufacturing job at that manufacturer in Sanford. And, find out if that's something you might be interested in and then know very quickly, where can I go to get training for that? Well, maybe I can go to Valencia College to an accelerated skills training program. So Isn't yeah. their manufacturing facility in Osceola County, just gorgeous. I, yeah. I've toured it more than once and I just absolutely love it. They, that's great investment for our community. Here. Absolutely, absolutely. Those are incredible jobs and we're gonna need people to fill them and they need to know about them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Pam, for coming on today and just sharing a little bit about yourself and career source. Just such a wonderful resource for us right here in Central Florida for both small business owners and corporate sized organizations that are looking to hire, train, reskill, and plug into our community. Thanks so much and have a blessed day. Thank you, Don. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really enjoyed talking with you today. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks again for spending time with us today. If you want more HR stories and resources, go to simplythebest.com to join our newsletter. That's S-I-P-L-E-Y. Until next time, stay happy.